News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair this week, Mr. Kurt Takahashi uh, from uh, Net, the CEO of the Netwatch Group. Uh, Kurt, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate to be here. Now, um, we know Netwatch well. I, I know the founders, David and Niall. Um, you're the, uh, the new CEO. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Kurt. Uh, you're of Japanese descent. You grew up in California, but a very interesting backstory. Yeah, well, so um, I was... Uh, we grew up in a town called La Habra, which is uh, in Southern California. But uh, I was probably the only—I think I was the only Japanese senior in my high school, right? So it wasn't wasn't a big Japanese community there. But uh, I think the unique thing about my history is my my parents and my grandparents were all in the internment camps, right? right. So I always like to make fun of my dad because he was born in the horse stable at Santa Anita Racetrack on their way to the internment camps, and my mother was actually born in the internment camp. And then, so once they got out, they had to start all over again. Can you give us a sense of what it was like for Japanese people after the war who were in America? Was it a very hostile place for, if one was Japanese, again, the community trying to, you know, embed yourself into the into the American society, given that there was just, a, you know, a war that had created so much destruction. Yeah, you know, my, my grandmother was the oldest of eight, so she was kind of the matriarch of her family. And, you know, as I, as we were growing up, we were always told, you know, just integrate, right? And we didn't talk about it. It was never discussed. My mother, my grandparents, they never really even talked about it because it was, look, that was in the past. Now just get to work. You Move on. Assimilate. You're an American. You know, we didn't speak Japanese in, in, in the house. It was... Uh, it was just you're American, and you know I think the the hard work was the key element to it all. It was look, just work your butt off, do everything you can, do it the right way, and success will come. And you know my grandfather on my dad's side, you know he was a, a gardener, and he started to sell plants out of a wheelbarrow, and he ended up building the largest nursery in La Habra, and and so it was that work ethic, it was that you know determination of you know just. Put your head down and get to work, and everything everything will happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, interest, very interesting philosophy. And again, I, I'm I'm sure tough times. Your own first job was selling door to door. That's not for the faint-hearted either. <laughs> well, Tell you, us a little bit about that. I kind of just lucked into it, and in the security industry, you always seem to just fall into it. It's like I don't know many people. I I talk to a lot of young people and a lot of professionals. It's nobody goes to university thinking. They're going to go work in the security industry. So I just happened to have some friends that in college, they went to a company called Sensormatic, which is, you know, the tags you see on clothes, you can't steal them. And they're like, why don't you come work with us? I was like, okay. And I didn't really want to be in sales. I didn't have any idea I wanted to do that. And, you know, it just happened that I I put my work into it and turned out pretty good. And I used to walk door to door. I'd grab a bag of uh, brochures and cards and I'd start on one end of Melrose Avenue and I'd walk down the street, walk into every business, and I used to do that like every day. Yeah, and just, wow. you know, the more times I do it, the more successful I became. So you're a man, you're a man then that's well able for rejection on that basis. <laughs> well, yeah, I get, I'm used to that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you talk about a career in security, you know, that you don't set out to work in security. Uh, you worked in uh, ADT and national sales. 
uh, Quantum Secure, um, also in Palco. So these are all security jobs, Correct. but on the sales side of whatever the product or service was, yeah? Yes, I started in sales. That's how I kind of made my career. And then as I climbed the ladder and started managing teams, and then I ran the national account program at ADT and Tyco, and then I went into the software business at Quantum Secure, and I led that business from a sales and marketing perspective. And then I got my first opportunity to be a president at AMAG Technology, which was owned by G4S. Okay. And then, uh, and then I got my first CEO role at Pelco, and uh, we carved the business out of Schneider Electric, and then ended up selling it to Motorola, and that's how I came to, to NetWatch Group. Yeah, so I was going to just ask you that. So uh, did NetWatch acquire a business that you were involved in? Was that it or no. the other way around? Yeah, they, they had already made the acquisition with David yeah. back in 2018. And in 2021, they were looking to bring in a new CEO that was American-based because they were looking at you know growing the North America business. And uh, I, happened to got, I happened to be referred into it from a good friend of mine, uh, who's now on our board, Bill Bozeman, and I started January of 2021. Right. And as I say, we know NetWatch well, uh, headquartered there down in Carlo, um, but a, a really amazing business. And when we look at security and we look at technology, where is it? Because when I think about NetWatch and I think about the guy with the hoodie and the original, the original sort of <laughs> uh, business that was, and it yeah. was, but to keep a brace of technology and the change now, everybody has a video camera or a cameras. So to keep one step a, step ahead, tell us about some of the innovations that are happening in security, particularly around technology and security. Well, that's the best thing about the security industry is that it's constantly evolving and the evolution of technology is going so fast with video, uh, with AI, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's still driven by people, yeah. right? And that's what makes NetWatch so great is the people. And uh, we take advantage of all the greatest technology that's available. We have our own software development team in Ireland uh, we built our own platform to service from. And so that gives us an opportunity to make sure that we could always integrate into the latest technology that's coming together. So we'll either build, buy, or partner with the technology leaders to provide the best outcome. But at the end of the day, it's all about our people that operate in, the, in our communication center. It's all about our technicians and service people out in the field providing that service. And I met with uh, one of our longstanding clients just the other day, Dooley Motors. They've been with us for 19 years. And the owner now has passed, the, passed it on to his daughter. And he's just like, I can, I can rest at night knowing that you're, that you're watching my yeah. facility. And, and, and that peace of mind is really what David and Niall set out to do. And now 20 years later, we're still doing that. We're trying to enhance that, and we're trying to provide new services for new people. So is the business model today, Kurt, is it more about selling security software rather than selling the actual service that is, you know, and I know that's still a part of the business, but is the is the growth going to be around the technology uh, around software and security? I like to call it a tech-enabled service. Right. So the technology is the enabler for the service. And so as technology evolves, the service can improve. We could introduce new services as well. So like just recently, we launched a new service called uh, our NetWatch. Uh, it's our employee safety solution because there's a growing problem of making sure that, you know, employees who are front-facing to clients, 
you know, you need to make them feel safe and comfortable. And if they're in a dangerous situation or if they feel uncomfortable from maybe a disgruntled, you know, customer or environment. Is this like a personal alarm of some sort? No, or? it's, you know, if you think about a retail store yeah. and you, you have the, the checkout area, if something's happening that the that the the employee is not comfortable with, they can press a button and, and NetWatch will be there and we'll come on two-way audio and we could talk to them and we could de-escalate this, this situation and we could be there to help provide that safety and security to that employee so they feel comfortable. So that would be, just say I was a cashier at a, at a register. Correct. Somebody comes along and is behaving strangely or in a threatening manner. Exactly. Is there like an audio or, a, or is there like a voice that comes down and says, yeah, it'll hey, be, you, we're watching you? Well, or, yeah, that's exactly what it'll be. It'll be two-way audio to our command center, and then our people will be able to communicate directly with the employee and or the, the disgruntled person. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, in terms of the future plans of the business, um, you you've built your team. Uh, you're involved now in growing the business. Is the is the real growth going to happen in America? Is that is that the focus? Well, we have two we have two uh, growth strategies. We, obviously, North America is a big market for us, and you know our our business unit there is growing quite rapidly and doing very well. Uh, here in Ireland, though, we're focused on the Irish business and then growing that internationally. So we finally uh, launched a program where we have a presence now in New Zealand and in Australia. We've done a great partnership with Enterprise Ireland, and they've partnered with us to go identify Irish businesses that have moved into these different countries that have started their own security business. We're partnering with them, enabling them to utilize our monitoring service along with their security service and grow their business together with us. So it's kind of a three-legged stool between NetWatch, the local security uh, company that is Irish, as well as Enterprise Ireland, making those connections so that we could help grow their business as well as ours in these developing countries. Sounds great. Well, listen, it's come a long way since 2003 uh, down there in Carlow. It's a great business, uh, employing over 400 people in Ireland and in the U.S., and Kurt uh, Takahashi, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much.